0: everyone it's me lauren your creative mentor and today we're going to talk about managing your stress at work and at home so they don't infect each other and i think this is a really apropos like discussion to have especially after the pandemic trauma thing because it's something that a lot of us need to be really self-aware of in ourselves to catch both at work and at home um So I kind of want to walk through a little bit of thinking on that. Uh, But before I do, I just want to remind you all that if anybody is giving you advice on your career, your money, or your happiness, you should always vet that person. And that includes me because I do all three. And that this podcast is based out of like frustration I saw in a lot of art students on TikTok. And I actually used to teach um, a mentorship class on being a creative working in the industry with the AIGA. I'm not affiliated with them, but I am a member, Um, and I just kind of wanted to open the floodgates so everyone has an even playing field, because in the design industry and the creative industry, there's, like, a weird amount of gatekeeping of this information that, like, I don't really understand, and I just don't think people say how things work, and so I'm gonna do it. And so I just want you to make sure you're vetting the people who give you this advice, which includes me. You can always check me out on LinkedIn or my website or anything. My name is Lauren Versino. It's spelled exactly how it sounds. So go check that out. Um, if this is your first interaction with the podcast, I just like to say that I do structure this podcast kind of like a class. So you can totally stay and listen to this. You don't really need a bunch of additional context to understand what I'm saying. But what I uh, mean is I, I build every episode off of the other ones um, so that it feels like the structure of a class. So you have this understanding of a framework um, for all these other things we've discussed from before. But it's not necessary to understand what we're doing. So what are we talking about today? Stress and dealing with it. And I know I've touched on this subject a little bit before, but I think something that we've watched a lot as kids and never really like think about when we grow up into adults is how our parents managed stress, especially when it came to work. And, like, not to put my dad on blast, but, like, my dad was really stressed out at work all the time when I was a kid. He, he's, like, an executive logistics manager when I was growing up. Um, so even though we're creatives and we're not accountants and we're not logistics managers and we're not executive product line people, like, we just do creative work, quote-unquote... We do get stressed out a lot because of the imposter syndrome and because of how much we put ourselves into our work, whether we mean to or not, and all of that. And, you know, I'm going to venture to say a bold, generalized statement that um, in the house that you grew up with and grew up in, we might not have the best tools to manage our stress, and thusly, we start taking it out on people around us. That's just a natural thing that humans do. And... When you see your coworkers and colleagues every single day, they become a figure in your life that you kind of take for granted in certain respects. You know, I've seen the same eight people every single day, eight hours a day, five days a week for right now, three years. You don't think I take some of them for granted at some point and maybe confide a little too much in some of them? or feel weirdly comfortable maybe like speaking out and saying something very bold that a first year person may not say we all do that whether we realize it or not and the thing that can get tricky is if you are stressed out at home or stressed out at work you bring either of those things back to the other when i'm stressed out at work guess who the number one person i talk to about that is my closest friends my family and at the time my roommate who is like my fake husband so like blah 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 getting all bent out of shape about stuff that quite frankly like what's the big deal does does this really matter in my life you know what I mean and vice versa when I'm a stressed out at home I'm all pissed off and bent out of shape about something and then I have to go to work the next day and like play nice with my colleagues who have nothing to do with what's going on at home if I snap at them that's not fucking fair and so like how do you manage all of this how do you catch all of this what do you do with all of this and I think it's a very complicated question it sounds simple but I think it's very complex and that's because I just don't think a lot of us have really good examples to look to because I'll tell you what, I'm exactly like my dad. I I don't have a problem with that, but I I have a lot of my dad in me. I snap, I get bent out of shape about things because I can't look past what I'm upset about to know that when I'm done being mad, I don't have to change anything. (laughs) because when i get upset about stuff i want to find a solution and quite honestly a lot of things just don't have a solution and the faster you can be okay with that the faster you can just move on and keep working and also sometimes it's not your job to find a solution and you know, you know me, I want you to act your wage. I want no one to get anything for free from you. But I should follow my own advice because I'm constantly trying to fix things that are not my uh, responsibility to fix i like to mention i have a, additional ideas and thoughts and here th- where things are that i think are broken i don't think there's anything wrong with that but to take it upon myself to try to fix something that's broken within a company that isn't mine is a little bit silly if you really think about it and so how do you balance all of this and how do you not feed one and you heal another and blah 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 like it's very tricky so some stuff that I've done to like help mitigate the like getting twisted in the first place is here are kind of like my top three things that I try to do that hopefully can help you. The first one is when I read an email that's telling me something I don't want to know or I don't want to <laughs> hear, I try to remember the tone of voice I'm reading it in, which is my tone of voice, is the most likely to be the least kind. The voice in my head... The imposter syndrome, all that stuff is really mean to me. And it's probably mean to you because we are the meanest people to ourselves. So if I'm reading something and it hurts my feelings or it made me mad or whatever, I I stop and I ask myself, whose tone did I read that in? Did I read it in Devil Lauren's tone? Or did I read it in a neutral tone because it's an email from a colleague who doesn't know anything about me. They're just telling me something. And that will start to help you make things a lot less personal. Now, are people perfect? No. Are you gonna read things like that anyway? Yes, but the best thing you can do is just the benefit of the doubt all day, especially if you work within a company. You need to give people the benefit of the doubt even if it's not always fair, but life ain't fair. It's just real. So don't read emails when you're pissed off because you're gonna read some nasty emails. Read emails just for what they are at face value. There are no lines in between that are telling you that you're an asshole or anything. Just don't be a dick and don't read things like you're a dick because nobody is. No one's trying to be. The other thing is if you're having a rough day, which happens, take a beat. Read things. Walk away from them. If you read some feedback you don't agree with and you're really mad because you put all this time and all this effort into this work or that thing that you spent like three days building doesn't get used. Anything like that where you're just like, wow, way to waste my fucking time. And it makes you feel really shitty or you're really frustrated. That's allowed, first of all. But second of all, it's it's nice to remind yourself you got paid for that anyway. Whether it was used or not, it actually wasn't a waste of time to do you were paid for that time. A waste of time is doing shit like that for free and then wasting your time and not getting paid for it. So whenever you feel like something was a waste of time at work, when you are being paid, now if you're a contractor and you're not getting paid then and something's a waste of time, that's a different story. But when you do something at work and it feels like a waste of time and it's frustrating or something happened that maybe was a little bit bullshit, You have to remember, you were paid for that time. So take a beat. You can be pissed off and frustrated, but don't get bent out of shape because you still were paid for your time. The other thing is, is just, I have like a touch point system where it's like when I get feedback that I think is wrong. Like just my design soul, my design, like instinct gets all fucked up about a piece of feedback I get because I just think it's the wrong call I get really mad about it then I read it again and go well do I disagree or do I agree and then when I mull it over a little bit then I'll respond because you have to let the emotion wash through you before you reply back or offer an alternate solution or rebuild the thing that you made But, like, I think that's really tough. And even though we went through art school and we had critiques and all this stuff, you still have an emotional reaction to feedback you don't agree with. We all do. And I think that that's okay. But I think instead of responding immediately within the moment because you're, like, upset or whatever, just let it wash through you. It's okay to come back to the feedback after you're done being emotional about it. I do that all the time and I'm always way better off when I take a beat than when I respond in the moment because the cadence of what I'm saying is not right and I I really try especially virtually working from home where you're typing a lot more than you are talking to someone in front of their face that and knowing people could be reading my words in their devil version of themselves voice and not my voice or it's inevitable and what I wrote sounds shitty, which I don't want to be, but it does happen. We all are shitty sometimes. The best thing you can do is just wait until you're sure you're not blinded by your emotions and that they bleed out in what you're typing. Because you never want to give someone the wrong impression. Because when you work at a company, even as a creative, your reputation and and knowing you as our coworkers do, because they see us eight hours a day, five days a week. You know we can't take that for granted that they know we don't mean to be an asshole. Because if we sound like an asshole and they're having a bad day, then everybody's mad and that doesn't help anybody. And it's nobody's fault and it's everyone's problem and it, you know it's a big mess. So we just want to kind of avoid that and that kind of leads into the like people aren't perfect they really fucking aren't and we're dealing with a lot of stress right now you know some especially during the pandemic some people's entire families are trapped in their house maybe driving them crazy maybe they love it we don't know i have no idea what it's like to have kids running around my house and I, I don't know what it's like to be alone the whole pandemic because I was with somebody and like there's all these things that are factors that affect everybody's mental health and everything is on top of everything right now and so unless it's gonna fuck with your money the best thing you can do is just let it go to the best of your ability you know people make mistakes people say shitty things people uh, forget stuff that's important um especially when there are distractions and things that we are adapting to getting used to in our environments as we work especially as creatives you know i can't tell you how many times i've had to turn entire rooms into like makeshift photography sweep rooms so i could make a social media photo post time lapse thing like we're all just like trying to figure this out and we're frustrated so the thing i try to tell myself is if this doesn't affect my money i'm gonna let it go that's easier said than done i will admit but it goes back to the other thing of being frustrated your thing didn't get used and it feeling like a waste of time or like you're running in circles or like something could be more efficient there's nothing wrong with raising your hand and having a suggestion on how something can be more efficient in the workflow especially as a creative department because what we do is difficult to quantify a lot but remember you're paid for your time and unless it's fucking with your money try to let it go and that's how you can let this stuff pass through you to not take the stress of work home so that if you have home stress it doesn't pop up and work because it's fine if one thing is stressful over the other, but not both. We can't handle that. That's a lot. That's a tall order. And again, this is all advice that is way easier to say than it is to follow because honestly, as of recording this podcast right now, I took PTO uh, uh, today, PTO, paid time off today in order to have a moment to myself because I'm, I'm just having a lot of trouble recharging right now. And I really think I'm taking a lot of my frustration about how the pandemic's going, how I feel in my own life personally, all that stuff. I'm taking it out on my job a little bit. I could be a lot more grateful for where I am than I think I am being. And I'm really actively trying to adjust this because it's going to help my happiness, you know. I have a lot to be grateful for. And instead of standing still and being grateful for it, I'm too focused on what I want in the future that I can't control when I get. I can do my best and I can do my due diligence and I can do the work, but there's no guarantee and I'm frustrated by that. And that isn't anything I can do much about. I could be doing a lot more to, to, for my happiness to be grateful in the present because of the things that I have and I have been afforded with my creative work and how I've gotten where I am. I'm not balancing that well at all right now. And I know it. And I'm really trying to let these things wash through me. And that's part of why this episode is really interesting. And honestly, I've had to record this twice because I'm trying to articulate exactly what I know I should be doing to you and i hope that being transparent in this way with you makes you feel better if you're having a hard time doing this too but these things help me these are the things that help me and you just have to practice them to get really good at them and i don't know how to be practiced at being grateful for where i'm at when such an extreme situation like a pandemic has happened because i've never been in an extreme scenario like that before but these are the things that have helped me in the past And this is all about interpersonal relationships, you know, and this kind of goes like a little more into like something I've been thinking a lot about is how to be a better coworker because because of the pandemic, I've watched a lot of people I work with go through a lot of emotional turmoil that we felt like we couldn't talk about. And maybe because, like, the, honestly, the last thing I want to do with my coworkers is tell them about a lot of my own personal feelings, you know. And it's kind of weird because I know a lot of them listen to this, and like, this is just what's in my head, and like, this is for the benefit of everybody who listens. But uh, it's a little odd. But like, the the last thing I want to do is be this vulnerable in like a status meeting with my coworkers. But We went through this thing together and we saw these sides of ourselves we wouldn't normally see and it's been really frustrating and it's been really easy to be angry at everybody because you're actually just angry at like how the pandemic affected everybody you're not really angry at these individuals you know and so I've been thinking a lot about, like, frustration and stress and anger and all these things and where they come from and why they show up where they do, and I've watched how they've affected executives like my dad my whole life and my friends' parents, and I've watched how that's affected my other friends and, like, you know, who don't do what I do, and it's, uh, and, like, the range of workers I know who are, like, 50 to 20, like, all of that stuff, I've just been like taking all of these observations in, and like I've just been thinking about empathy. And the best thing we can do um, when we're not twisted in our own selves is when we identify our coworker who might be being an asshole and they no- normally aren't, and it's like arbitrarily asshole y. Like, there are some coworkers out there that just try to throw you under the bus and they're just a bad colleague, and that's not who I mean. I mean, these people that you know a little bit better of that when they make a mistake or they snap at you or they say something wrong or they're just being really difficult and angry one day for f- what seems to be no reason. And you're like, geez, dude, like, what are you doing? Why are you being like this in your head? It's it's worthwhile to practice empathy, which is very difficult to do. You know, um, it's something I think a lot about because if you're an empathetic coworker, it just makes everything a little bit easier, in my opinion. Instead of being all bent out of shape on, like, why someone snapped at me or why someone did XYZ thing, I just have to go, like, yeah, this is frustrating and you're being a dick and I don't deserve this. But I also don't think you're doing this to me. You're just doing it at me. You're just yelling into the void at me. You're not yelling me or you're yelling into the void to me. You're not yelling at me. You're not going, fuck you, fuckface to me. You're doing that about the world. And that has nothing to do with me. Other people who take their stress out on me while I don't think that's okay, it's not about me. And that makes dealing with that a lot easier when you're like, oh, (laughs) this has nothing to do with me. I'm not gonna lose sleep over this. I'm not gonna stew over it. I'm not gonna be pissed off about this. Is it right? No. Do they get to keep treating me like that? No. But if it's every once in a while and someone just says the wrong thing or says something the wrong way, I just really try to practice empathy and being like, yo, you know, like there's so much going on right now and like this probably has nothing to do with me unless it becomes a pattern. The second something is a pattern or it affects your paycheck, that's when I stop being empathetic but I've just been like really trying to practice empathy the last couple of months with people as we adjust and readjust and all this stuff and it just like it really it's really helped me let go of when people are just acting up because I know I've acted up and I can only hope that people are empathetic and graceful to me when I'm behaving that way Um, or I'm trying to control the workflow a little too much because I feel out of control in my life. Like I think these are very natural things we try to do as humans and as like creatives and what we do is more emotional every day And there's more room and pockets for our emotions to manifest within work than maybe a lot of other places. But, you know, I try to remember everybody's context to the best of my ability. Some people have been completely alone this whole pandemic. Some people have had their children on top of them everywhere through the pandemic. I don't know what these things feel like. And I don't know how stressful it is to juggle all these things we didn't have to juggle before. And I get really pissed off that I get so upset and I get really pissed off that I can't go live my own life and I'm stuck working all day and like, you know, I'm rebalancing that now and it's just a flux. And so and and something someone said on TikTok like really ruminated with me where it was like nobody wants to be bad at their job. Nobody wants to be an asshole at their job and nobody wants to fail at their job and remembering that reminded me that it's like yeah we all just need to be a team for better or worse and depending how you deal with that is kind of up to you but that's how that stress bounces between work and home and home and work like how empathetic can you be what is your bandwidth today what can you do to make sure you are okay if someone's been out of shape and they do something that's starting to ruin your day, how can you look at that or deal with that to help yourself not take that home with you when the workday is over? Another example from my real life is one time I had this coworker say a joke to me that was like not fucking funny. It was not okay with me. And it was just like very much in passing. And I, and I really don't think they meant anything by it, but like It ruined my day Uh, up until about 9 p.m. It ruined my fucking day. It sucked. So after a while, I thought about it and I was pissed off and I was like, how dare you? All this stuff. And, you know, I just practiced some empathy. I don't think they deserved my empathy and grace, but I gave it to them anyway because, like, what are we doing And all I did was take up space. And like, this is a bold thing to do. Like, it took me eight years to be able to do this. I don't expect this to be apples and oranges for everybody, but I just told that coworker, like, I value working together. We do a lot of work together. It it goes well when we do, but you said this joke and I didn't like it and I didn't appreciate it. And moving forward, I, I don't want you to make that joke again or jokes like it. And like, we're gonna be fine from here. You know, I didn't take it so personally. I just went, hey, you crossed a boundary that I'm going to, like, enforce? Don't do that. Let's keep working. (laughs) This is just work. This is just our job. You're not going to meet my parents. You're not going to meet my children if I ever have any, like, who are you? Whatever. Just don't do this. This ruins my day. Don't ruin my day. And they apologized and had no idea. And now we would both know what lines we stand on. And, like, that's interpersonal relationships right there you know that's how success at work works and all of that so I just I don't know I I don't know if that was like really all that helpful but I think like trying to catch yourself before you snap or trying to catch yourself before you just like bitch out some poor soul in your life about someone you work with which like it's fine. It's fine to like vent to people. It it's fine that you have to put that somewhere. But I'm I'm talking about stress that sits in your guts so hard that it makes you start dreading the environments that you're in. And we're in a time of flux and an adaptation and a lot's changing quickly and a lot's going on you're being onboarded virtually you might not meet people who have met other people in the office your relationships with people are weird because you've never met them in real life and then when you do everyone's like clicky in like parties at work or you're going back to an office and it's really like blowing your mind all day that like you would do this before and now your time is valued differently to you like There are 101 reasons that you can get stressed out at work now more so than before. And just like there's these little bits of things you can do to catch yourself to find these lines. Am I reading this in my evil voice or did I read that how it was meant? Am I taking this too personally? Is it because I should or I shouldn't? Is this person like having a rough day? Is it just today that they were being a dick or are they a dick all the time? How do I want to take up space when someone does something I think is inappropriate and I just don't want it anymore so that my environment isn't stressful to be in and we can continue to work? Am I curing cancer here or am I just doing my job? These are all things that like for me help me ground myself to not get so wrapped up in my work. I love my job. I love doing the work that I do. I don't strive to work for the rest of my life. I just want to gather as many poker chips of capitalism that I can to exit the game as early as I can. That's how I want to play. That's how a lot of us want to play. But in order to play, you have to play by these kinds of weird rules. And corporate America is strange, you know? If you work for an in-house team or a company, whether it's an entertainment company, a media company, company structures are built for men to succeed in. So if you're a queer person or a woman or anyone in between like that, it's difficult. Nobody says what they mean. There's these weird set of traditional rules you have to follow within company cultures and stuff. And things have happened a hundred ways the same way forever. A lot of people who are managers don't question why something is done the way that it is. And I think modern times are flipping all of us very quickly. And we're seeing disparities and a lot of things. And it's really easy to get wrapped up in how it should be versus how it is. What can I change? What can't I change? And finding ways that you can take a beat where you don't take the burden of all of that onto yourself is going to help you wash through all of that very easily. Things have to go through you. If they get stuck in you, then you get stressed out, and then, like, you just can't handle it, and you burn out, or you freak out, or you do rash things at irrational times. And I think with where we all are right now in our readaptation into the workforce or into society or into whatever's going on here in America, it's very easy to get wrapped up and pushed to a place you didn't want to go. And so taking these beats, for me, finding these touch points to ground me, prevent me from like freaking out and losing my mind. I don't want to lose my mind. I like where I'm at. And yes, things will be in flux. And yes, there will be pain points. But that's going to happen. That's just going to happen in your career. Maybe it won't be this extreme later, but it will happen in your career. So I hope this is helpful. It is it's it is stressful, but... Um, you know, I just want to validate everyone's experience if they're having a rough time because this, this is rough and it doesn't have to be rough. And just I think if we can practice empathy and we can take a beat and we can let our emotions wash through us. I'm not saying don't feel your emotions, but like know when to respond to things when you're done feeling your emotions. I think all of that will just help us all along the way and be better teammates for each other, which truly is all any of us want. No one wants to work with a dick. No one wants to be the dick everyone has to work with. We're all doing our best. And sometimes other people's bests are not good enough for others. Sometimes some people's bests are saintly to others. It just depends on your perspective. And we all just really try to do the best. So I hope this helps you do your best and we'll just have to all practice and be graceful along the way so that's fun right all of that's fun woo! (laughs) but the work-life balance if you can find a way to balance these things it's you're gonna be able to manage your life a lot better however you want you know my my job is a little bit of my identity i try to walk that back a little more all the time but it's just who i am you know and then we go back into the like do what you would be doing anyway, you know, I, all these things I'd be doing anyway, and so just finding the lines of where your work is, where your life is, who you are, what your identity is, all these things, that's all in flux right now, you know, it's okay if it changes, it's okay if you thought one thing and you find it's another, all of that's fine, especially now, so just find the ways that help you successfully ground yourself, whatever that means, and then just Do your best to be the best teammate you can and walk away from people who are being a dick that day and trying again tomorrow. It's all we can do. So hope that helps. Um, (laughs) Next week, we're going to talk about taking space up at work. Um, I touched on it a little bit, but it's more like boundaries with your coworkers, uh, comfortable versus uncomfortable. And um, really the fact that systems are not smart and dealing with that so we'll kind of walk through all of that next week and um you know if you're new here i have a patreon um the new episodes will come out a week in advance for you i have workbooks that go with the themes of the podcasts for the month so you can write in them you can follow my lists any links i talk about are in there those are like seven dollars a month Um, but otherwise i keep everything for free on the creative mentor podcast patreon you can follow me on tiktok the creative mentor that's probably how you found me my instagram is a little more on a personal note but if you're curious about it uh it's lauren versino on instagram again connect with me on linkedin lauren versino write me a note i don't cold accept people that i haven't met in real life but i'd love to talk to you i talk to a lot of you on there i love talking to all of you so um feel free to reach out and uh we'll talk next week